into the area. Janček, stab through, chance, shot, goal! Full stop! Unbelievable scenes at the end for the derby! Hello and welcome to Scarves Around the Funnel, the podcast dedicated to Heart of Midlothian Football Club. I am Laurie Dunsire, joined for the first time in 2022 by Mark Donaldson. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Disappointed that we're not reviewing another famous derby win at Easter Road, but uh, hey-ho. Uh, we yeah, we, was, we continue. I, I, we do, and, and I was looking back at I think Hart's social media accounts have been busy posting on on this day for various things, and uh, something also popped up on on my Facebook account. Ryan sent me a photo. Ryan McGowan, uh, our other host, who Laurie shall introduce in a second. It's amazing to think it was ten years ago since that fresh faced Aussie youngster had a look on his face like he just got his first girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really need to introduce him much more than that. Ryan McGowan, how are you? And Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, I was a little bit worried there what Mark was going to say when he <laughs> <laughs> look on his face. But yeah, it's crazy to think that was um, 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah, very scary. Good memories, though. Yeah. yeah, great memories. Absolutely great memories. And I like, so for the people that didn't see at home, um, Mark had sent me a Facebook message was it a facebook message or a facebook yeah post? Te- it, it was, was a, a comment uh, wasn't it like a, it was a yeah, facebook comment on your message, message page right? like 10 years ago yeah um, so about something so came up on my thing but then someone underneath it wrote gauza first goal 130 30 quid i'll take that and it reminded me of um one of my good mates uh was at the game and i'd seen him on the bus when we were heading down he was outside the pub <laughs> And so he called me just to be like, oh, did you see us all outside the pub? I said, yeah, seniors, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you're starting. Because back then, Paul used to keep his cards close to his chest. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm left back. But I said, oh, but I'm up for corners. Because I hadn't been up for corners that much that season. Because he used to keep the fullbacks back. So I said, oh, I'm up for a corner. So, you know, like at least I'll get a half a chance of maybe getting a goal. And he's like, oh, I think you're 50 to 1 first goal. I'm going to whack a 20, <laughs> 20 quid on you. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, go on. But. He, he was also one of those boys that if I didn't score, he would be like, will you do me 20 quid? It's <laughs> <laughs> your fault. So then after the game, I called him and I was um, like buzzing. I was still in the change rooms and I could just tell instantly that like something was up. I was like, what's up? And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, I didn't put it on. I didn't put it on. I didn't trust you. you was, about shit. I didn't think you were going to do it. So he was, was absolutely not- raging that he didn't put 20 quid on at 50 to I 1. I thought you said he put on... I thought you said he put on Andy Webster, or was that a different mate? And then you remember Webster? Not yeah, there's it. loads of them. One of my mates had Webster. And One of my like, mates and had. You thought Webster had scored, but you like nodded it over the line. Yeah, and then one of them had Webster last goal. Oh, and, and Scatchel like, scored like in Scatchel stoppage. Scored ninety third minute or something. <laughs> but, I remember. Uh, <laughs> One of my mates had the best one. He had me first goal scorer and uh, Scatchel last. Oh wow. So, yeah, that so would have paid out big. a lot. He, he was over a couple of grand, I think. Oof, that's um, a good one. The, one. the one thing that got me, uh, not just about the celebrations, but when there's a wide shot of the away end, the Dunbar end at Easter Road, when Hart scored those goals, it was yeah. just utter bedlam. That is, we've all been there, um, assuming um, the majority of the listeners are, are Hart supporters. Most listeners, if not all, will will have been part, you would think, of that at one time or another. And my God, I miss that. And and just to see, I, I know you guys can celebrate, but part of you must just have wished, I wish I could jump in there after scoring that opening goal. I wish I could just jump in there and be part of, of limbs. Yeah. I think the best part for me was that 
that it, I'd been there maybe oh, six or seven times before as a fan. So I got to experience it as a fan. And from that side of the pitch, like when Gary Glenn scored in the Scottish Cup in the last minute, I was in the crowd when Gogsy Smith scored his first goal, when Temps did the Maisie run. Like I got to see so many of my mates and close friends at that time achieve like what we were all striving to achieve to play in the first team, to score it against Hibs, to score it at Easter Road and and all those things. So I, I guess when I got to do it, it was just it just took over. And yeah, it's, there's nothing quite like looking up and seeing three and a half thousand people lose their shit <laughs> because of a great run and header. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. Well, hopefully, hopefully next month we'll get some more mm. Easter Road uh, memories. Uh, ones that Bridge can be of Doom. Yes. Going back over the Bridge of Doom with another three points would be nice. Indeed, indeed. Well, this week we don't have any Hearts match to discuss. Obviously, there won't be another Hearts match to discuss for almost two weeks until they play St Johnston at Tynecastle on the 18th of January. So. In the meantime, we'll talk a little bit about some of uh, your favourite moments or particular highlights of 2021 because we didn't get a chance to get to that in our last podcast of the year before 2022. Um, and we have a little quiz as well for Mark and Ryan before the end. Okay, so before the end of the year, Mark, you put a tweet out there which um, got a few responses to, and we had planned to talk about it on the final show of 2021, but you you had such a bumper quiz, you put so much work in that it took a lot of time and it was very entertaining, but didn't allow a lot of space for this. So I thought it'd be good to touch on it still. You, you put a tweet out there on the 28th saying, recording the final episode of Scars Around the Funnel for 2021 shortly. Uh, I'm also looking for your particular heart highlight of the calendar year. Can anything top this? And you put a picture of Stuart Wallace and Anne Budge holding the certificate when the shares were handed over to the Foundation of Hearts. And I mean, it's hard to it's hard to top that. It's probably one of the biggest moments in the club's history, Mark. But it's good to maybe have a, a think about what what other ones were out there. Was there was there anything for you that jumped out? If we, you know, if we ignore that particular moment, which realistically probably be everyone's top moment yeah, if should, they had to. It should be. I just run out of characters because ideally I would have said that was the the off the pitch moment. What would be your on the pitch moment? And mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't really be anything from the championship because I, I didn't enjoy playing behind closed doors for a chunk of the season and it, for me it was probably the the, the winning goal um, John Souter against Celtic mm, um, yeah. on, on, on the first day never mind that most of us had 9-2, to 5-1 on on hearts to, to win the game but just the joy and, and for the two or three months that John Souter had uh, scoring for Scotland as well and, and getting that goal that guy deserves whatever comes his way, riches and, and hopefully more success and, and more glory. And it's a combination for me of, of kind of never give up, just never give up. There's, oh, there's always a chance, just whatever you've been through, find a way. And that was that was John Souter's kind of moment after everything he'd been through. And then to go yeah. on to score for Scotland again was was brilliant. But that, that would be one of one of mine. Um, because we don't really have a an Edinburgh Derby moment to 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 talk about because there's been been so many draws. Indeed. Anything stand out for you, Ryan? Uh, just the obvious obviously the foundation stuff is is incredible really because I remember sort of being the part of that with the I think we touched on it last week, the sort of last game ever, which was a, a massive possibility at one stage that mm-hmm. you know, to think that nine years on the position that we find ourselves in, the players that we can bring in, that you know, the new stand, how far that the clubs come is is really proud moment. I think to look back on and and yeah, I think that year when we reflect back on it in another ten years will probably be the year that we remember the, um, it all properly properly happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, there was one that kind of sprung to mind for me. Just obviously the foundation stuff is is clearly the uh, the big one, but it was the game against Aberdeen and not not for the the football itself or the result, the the draw at the end of August, but it was the game where we got almost 
a full crowd back at Tank oh, Castle. Yeah, I know we'd, we'd had limited fans for the friendlies. I think we'd had, what, four and a half thousand for Celtic or something. But that was the game where it kind of felt a little bit emotional almost. It, it, I know that we're now back. Unfortunately, we've went back the way. But at that point, it felt like this is what it's all about. I think we had 17,000 that day. Um which I thought was brilliant to see. And it was a, a nice August afternoon. Uh, and it was a decent game, actually. It was quite a close game. Uh, and we also had, it was that game where they had the 26-minute um, tribute to, to Maris Salyukas as well, which I thought was, was mm. fitting with the fans being back in as well. So I thought that was quite good from a, you know, a fan's point of view and what football's all about point of view to have them back in the stadium for that game for the you know the first almost full house so to speak that we'd had that, that one kind of stood out for me a little bit um we, we got some responses on twitter as well though so i thought we'd yeah to, there's, to there's, a, there's a couple a couple um with with the same um kind of topic kyle borthwick um talking about uh, a, a certain challenge that was made uh, by <laughs> a certain hearts player and Murray also says, Murray Geddes, the inch-perfect tackle Suter made on Lee Griffiths <laughs> away at Dens Park. Ryan, I mean, that, that, that was, you, you would show all the youngsters that's how to perform the inch-perfect tackle, isn't it? Yes, yeah. On, the, on a certain player that would go down well with the faithful, is he, he uh, <laughs> definitely timed that one perfectly in a lot of Hearts fans' minds. And I think he probably got away with one with how foggy it was. Because I think if it was a... <laughs> yeah. I, <think> if anyone, <laughs> I don't think anyone really seen it. Um, but, I didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> he's, had a, he's had a good couple of ones. He did one... Uh, well, not good couple of ones. I must, a, a few... Uh, Ones that fans enjoy. Sure, he had one against There's, Bartley. Uh, it's it's ba- Brandon Barker, I think, isn't it? That's it. That's the it. one where he goes. Is there any any tackles that you've made where you think you've just thought because of who it is or the <laughs> situation you've went? I'm gonna just gonna I'm gonna take him out here, not to injure, uh, but you know, just just made sure that you've made it a a, a fairly physical challenge. What, what about the one right at the end of the Edinburgh Derby where Laurie claimed you weren't booked when you actually were? <laughs> yeah. You said, I want to just take a red for this. Yeah. What did you actually just, do? Do you, do you remember it? Uh, they were holding it in the corner and I remember just thinking, oh my God, like they were all singing and it was at that time of the stage where you knew that we weren't going to get the mist. ball up the pitch. <laughs> yeah. And it was that was probably the only moment I've ever had on the pitch where I just, the red mist descended and I thought, yeah, I, I'd much rather just walk off myself with a red card and get in the change rooms and have to shake everyone's <laughs> hand and walk off the pitch once they've won. So that's probably the only time. Um, obviously, being a fullback, I used to play a lot and think if you could get that old tackle in to start the game, that always helps. Um, I did a really good one in the cup final that in like the first couple of minutes on the halfway line that I remember thinking like settled me right down because it was pretty, it was one of those ones where I think I, I possibly could have got booked if I mistimed it, but it was right on the halfway line. And um, yeah, I had loads of moments through them, through my career. St- uh, Sterling against Liverpool tried to take me down the line and I got him. Um, so just <laughs> A technical like, term. Oh, no, as in like he didn't beat me, as in I, I was able to win the ball. And um, yeah, a lot of times I think that in fullbacks is that little sort of first victory can set you up in terms of you know, showing him that, you know, I was hoping that he would then think, oh, yeah, maybe I can't take him down the line. I need to to do something else. And, um, um, yeah, that's something that Darren Murray and a lot of the Hearts coaching staff used to, to really drill into us as youngsters. Henderson. And goes McGowan. There's a crunching tackle there by Ryan McGowan. Gudetti's right in there in the face of the... United player Callum Murray has to calm this down. Into his back pocket, the ref. Ryan McGowan is in trouble. It's red for him. Two red cards in this match. That's six in total over three matches between the sides. Let's see what else we got. Um, Scott McIntosh, who's Amaruso lets it run, says. On the pitch uh, for the men's team, Haring and Soapy coming back from long-term injuries and contributing to a solid start to the season. For the women's team, the continuous progression and off the pitch, seeing the positive impact you guys, along with other Hearts related podcasts, are having on fans' well-being, which is... That's a nice tweet. 
which is very nice as well. Haring's um, a good shout, by the way. Yeah. Isn't, isn't mm-hmm. that great just to see him? Because, look, we all worried. He played, didn't he, in 2019 in the cup final and probably shouldn't have done. Levine brought him back. And um, we didn't see him again for a while. Yeah. And then when he did come back, you kind of worried, eh, this isn't the guy that we remember seeing. But that's understandable. And there's certain things. I mean, like Ryan has said something to us, which this particular thing always sticks in my mind since he said it about the time it takes someone to recover um, and to get full match sharpness again after a prolonged absence from the game. Um, remember when you said that, Rai? How long yeah, it takes? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like, what did you say? It's like, I'm, uh, I think it's uh, 1.5 um, times the injury. So if you're out for six months, it's about eight or nine months once you're fit yeah. to get back to that full of where you were pre-injury. Yeah, and I think that's proven itself with Peter Haring, don't you? Yeah, I think so. And and I before that, I'd never, luckily enough, I've not really been injured too much, but I'd, I'd done my knee and I remember coming back, I think I was out for four months and coming back and like not quite understanding why I was a couple of yards off and why I didn't feel 100% and I felt like I was training super hard, but I wasn't getting that top level fitness i was getting mm-hmm. to like 90 and I, I i wasn't running out games as well as i used to i didn't feel as sharp as i used to and um you know I, we had a really good physio at the time i was at bradford and and he used to just drum into me that you know this, this is going to take a little while like everyone expects you now because you're fit to hit the heights that you were before that but you need to remember that you know if you hadn't been injured for a while it's it, it almost becomes five six seven years base work that's been put into your body and then it's had four or five months off, which it never has. So you're going to have to then rebuild that all up again. And um, Yeah, it is really interesting. And when you do look at players that are coming back from long-term injuries, it's very common that it does take them a fair while to, to get back up to that speed. If For major serious injuries, not sort of hamstrings or three or four week injuries. This is over, yeah. you know, sort of five, six month period. Uh, John uh, John Bridges said his was the last minute equaliser at Rangers, which was a, a good one. Um, Hearts shirt collector says, on the pitch, John Suter scoring the winning uh, goal against Celtic and setting the tone for the coming season. Off the pitch, signing a book deal and getting to do a podcast with you guys. Yeah, mm. we'll have we'll have part two or an episode two of Shirts Around the Funnel will be coming out next week with Grant Young from the Hearts shirt collector Twitter page and with Paul Mitchell. BBC I listened to the first uh, first episode. Very enjoyable that one um, from 0506. They, they, I'm not saying they threw you under the bus with the first question, but uh, straight out of the traps, aren't they? So, all maroon or white <laughs> shorts with maroon top and maroon socks? I'm the uh, I'm the same as you. I just prefer hearts in in kind of maroon top, white shorts, and maroon socks. But Ryan, did you play many games when you were maroon, maroon, maroon? And you were uh, your shorts and socks were the same colour as the as the top. Do you remember an all maroon kit in some European games, maybe? Yeah, I think so. And I think was it Motherwell always used to be. I remember Gogsy the kick man preferred all maroon because you didn't have to <laughs> clean the white shorts. That always, <laughs> sticks that always sticks out in my mind. So yeah, I've I've definitely played in a few a few of those games. And I remember a picture of Driver. I think it was at Tynecastle against Falkirk and he scores a little bit of a mazy run. I'm sure he's all all in maroon then. Um, What's your were, preference? Yeah. Are you a, are you all maroon or do you prefer the white shorts with the I like the white sh- I like the white shorts. Yeah. I like the white shorts. I think that just looks a bit crisper. Yeah. I'd agree. Um, more more I'd traditional. Agree. Yeah. I'd agree. I agree. I really like the the cup final, the 2011-12 strip. I do. I, I I like it when they don't have the shirt sponsor on it. You know, they did the few without the the big Wonga on the front. Like sometimes yeah. sometimes shirt sponsors are okay. Sometimes they just ruin a top a little bit. But um, yeah. no, it was it was it was a decent top. I think we're doing 2014-2015 as voted for by the people on Twitter. Yeah. 
Sure. Instead of end the my, final. My, I think my vote was 91-92. So hopefully that gets some That was the Miller Holmes top with Admiral. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. But but 14-15. Can you you guys remind me? Um obviously the home top was the classic uh hundred year celebration. What was the away top that year? It was the, the blue and white striped. Yep, that's correct with the foundation of hearts uh, so uh, logo. So Yep, the one the that Oz, Ozturk scored. The, yep, that's the one. Ah, yes, so it was. See, I'm going back to my derby. That's how I work out what year it is. <laughs> derby knowledge, second time. Derby knowledge. That's um, how I work out. Let's see what else we've got. Ian, um, Ian McLeod, who's obviously been on the show before, said, this is in reference to you talking about the foundation moment. If it wasn't for that moment, then all the effort leading up to it and all the effort leading up to it, we wouldn't have a team to support on the pitch. 5,000 fans in four stands, sounding like 40,000 when we beat Celtic in the first game of the season. Yeah, that um, came over loud. That came over really loud. Um, one one response I liked, Laurie, was from Charles Daly. He simply said, my highlight was paying your foundation payment every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. No, that's, that's, that's good. I think people take a lot of pleasure in seeing that, and um, the money continues to go in, which is great. Uh a couple here, um, HM Fox Charlie says, on the pitch, got to be Craig Gordon. He gets better with every game. In the stands, taking my boy to his first ever Hearts game and him being excited to go back for more. And off the pitch, it's got to be the foundation of Hearts and continued progression of this great club. Yeah. Um, Hearts Heritage also mentions a Craig Gordon one. He says Craig Gordon setting the Hearts cap record mm-hmm. against Denmark. And it's probably good with the Craig Gordon mentions to also say that it's a wonderful news that yeah. on Craig Gordon's 39th birthday he gave mm. us all the gift that we were hoping for didn't he yeah he did he did a two and a half year uh, contract extension um but like and hopefully after that if he still fancies it although I don't know player coach but coach and and a, and a tie with the football club forevermore or for as long as he wants it and it's funny when we're talking about highlights of, of 2021 undoubtedly there are many from Craig Gordon, but do you know what? It's because we just expect it. It doesn't really go down as a, oh, he's made an unbelievable save. Yeah, well, he does that all the time. It's like de rigueur. It, it, there's no kind of Joel Pereira and, and all these other, whatever, like Bobby Slamal. And if they made a brilliant save, it would stick out because they didn't do it very often. But Craig did it and does it and continues to do it week in, week out. And I think his wish for 2022 will, will be having now signed the contract. There's various things that he'll want to do as, as far as uh, 100 competitive consecutive appearances and, and things like that that will be records that will never be broken. But I think his main aim for 2022 is not to be as busy as he was in the second half of, of 2021. Uh, one more to, to quickly <clears throat> touch on. HUD said... Um, for only the second time in approximately 38 years watching the famous HMFC, the ball got launched into the wheat field where I sit and I headed it right back into play. Um, the first time was a few years back and was caught on the Alba cameras and it's a Hearts Hamilton Ackies game where you can just about see him headering the ball back. That's I, I never managed it. Did you ever manage that, Mark? Yeah, once. And it's got a Ryan McGowan kind of twist okay. to this tale. Um, <laughs> April... April 25th, 2007, I was on a, I, I just left Radio 4 in February. Everything. Well, yeah, because. You've had this I, ready. <laughs> um, it's time to shine. Hoping well, I'd mention this. You've been waiting for, what, four years almost for me to yeah, ask if you've so ever headed the ball. I, man- <laughs> I managed to get a payoff from Radio 4 um, and, and start at Talk 107 in the May of 2007 and the payoff was in February. So I thought, fuck it. I'm going to spend all my money and go around the world. So I've got my best pal lives in Perth, Australia. So I had a good time with with him. And then I decided, what can I do in Sydney? Because I went to Auckland as well. So I tried to do all four codes of of footy um, in in the week that I was there. And I managed it. So I I saw the Rabbitohs. um, Is it South Sydney Rabbitohs, Russell Coe's? Yeah, Rugby Um, League. Rugby League, the the rugby union, I think was uh, would that be the Waratahs? Uh, yeah. No, who would? Yep, the Waratahs. Um, yeah. Yep, and I saw Barry Hall play for Swans. an AFL. 
the Swans against the Demons at the SCG when they were still <laughs> doing it up. But here's the one. Sydney FC were playing Persik Kadiri in the AFC Champions League. And that completed my kind of my quadruple of all four different codes. And it was played in Parramatta. So it wasn't in, in the Telstra or any of the other ones. It was played just on the outskirts in the Asian Champions League. And it was about five minutes to go and the ball came to me. And just big guffaw here, just like, <laughs> like goofy, just like <laughs> ambling, standing up and trying to head it back. And it went straight up in the air. And it was like, yeah, sit down, dickhead. That's the only time I've ever touched the ball in all the games I've ever been which is um, just a couple less than, I think, Ryan McGowan of late playing for Australia, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, quick yeah. question for you both, actually. I got an email, I got a message from Anson, who asked, I uh, wonder if he could put a question to us. Uh, he said, I'd be really interested to hear about each of your first Hearts games or even your first memories of Hearts, whatever that might be. Uh, my first time with seeing Hearts was the 5 1 Derby at Tynecastle. I wish I could say I remember everything about the game, but I'd only just turned six years old a couple of months before. So sadly, my memory of the game is somewhat cloudy. I do remember that it was pouring down and that some handsome Dutch guy scored four. Whatever happened to that guy? Maybe mm. that could be in your next quiz for Mark and Ryan. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to Mark and Ryan to take care. Uh, well, well, Mark DeVries has been on the podcast and um, mm -hmm. he is he was coaching and I think he's still coaching at Dordrecht, the side that Hart signed him from, or has that changed over the last 12 months? No, I think he's still. No? Um, but it's a good question. Uh, mm. Mark, what was your first Hearts game or memory? Hart St. Mirren, um, 19th of October, 1985. Smith Kid, Whitaker, Jarden, Berry, Levine, Colhoun, Jarden, Clark, Mackay, Robertson. Um, <laughs> just, it's, I've mentioned that so many times. That the only kind of change to that lineup that, that was the main lineup that season um, was Kenny Black for, for Ian Jarden, I think. And uh, Robbo got a couple. Gary Mackay scored as well. The one thing I remember from from that game, and that this this don't don't think this is going to sound well. It's going to sound weird, but it's not meant to be weird, right? Smell, smell is something that is, I associate with with Hearts, with Gorgie, with Tynecastle, the brewery, the smell of, of not the brewery, the distillery. I keep um, I keep getting mixed up with the, with the two, but the the smell I want to take you back to on this occasion is the smell of the program. So I, okay. I we, okay. we used we used to park uh, in various different places, usually near Robertson Avenue, and we would walk along Gorgi Road and um, first went to the family enclosure before graduating to the um, to the place in the corner, the shed where all the crazies are. But there was a there was an, a program seller, and I think we've mentioned him on the the podcast before. And I think sadly he's no longer with us. But he used to stand outside the TSB and got my program. Um, I think let's have a look at that. What was it? Sixty pence for the program, and it was just the smell of the program. And then you you kind of smelt the the distillery, and it was like the, opening the panini stickers when it was the panini family enclosure and used to get the stickers this the smell of that so that that's gone down a rather weird route but heart st mirren october 85 and the different smells which i probably never smelt before when going to the football there you go <laughs> follow that uh, yeah i mean i could reel <laughs> off all the players from from my first game which was november 97 but um robo was still there because he claimed to go in that game although i'm pretty sure it should have been an own goal for I think it was Gary Smith for Aberdeen, but it was at Pataudry. Hearts won 4-1, having been 1-0 mm. down at the break. And I think <sighs> one of the things I remember most about actually being there, because I had seen football on TV, but that was the first time I managed to go to a game. And it was November, so by the second half, the lights were on. And there's yes. something sort of, especially the first time you see it, it's sort of kind of surreal, slightly magical. It's like when you go to see like theatre or something and, suddenly you know it's all lit up it's mm. just, so i just remember especially the second half when flogo scored twice mccann got one and robo claimed one i'm pretty sure it wasn't his uh but that was one thing i remember the, the way the, the football looked under the lights all 
yeah, just slightly surreal, but also slightly magical about the the experience when it's under the lights. And you know, people always go on about that, especially like European nights or you know midweek league cup games, etc. That as well. I think I think that's a great show. And I assume the Dick Donald stand was up and up and running. Yes. By that oh, yes. State, yeah, behind, yeah. Behind the goal, but the, you, uh, that's a really good show because there was something about the lights at Petordi. We used to stand at well, not stand, and the benches in the beach end. Um, and when the lights came on, and, and a typical November, December, January, February game, the lights would. It, it, it was a little bit lighter up there because it's Aberdeen, but the lights at Petordi. What good shout that is! We need to do something one week about weird associations that you have with a football. So smells at Tyne Castle, lights at Petaudry. Gowser, follow those two. Oh. First Hearts memories. Oh, no, first. It wouldn't have, been, wouldn't have been playing when you first came over, but... No, my first game was Hearts against Inverness. I think they won 4-1. Driver scored. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm trying to think. Was that 2006? Yeah, Pania... Pania scored, driver scored, yeah, 4 1. Yeah, I yeah think, that um, was my first game. Yeah. So I nice just remember. Sunny day, that one. I think it was August. Yes. Yes, it was roasting. I remember that. So I remember um, John Murray picked me and um, Rocky Visconti, who was over. We'd just not long arrived. I think we arrived during the week and took us down to the game. And I just remember it being the sort of first wow factor in terms of. Um, coming from Rickerton, so we met at Rickerton and coming along and then just starting to feel like, you know, how, how far away are we to the ground? And they're like, oh, 15 minutes. And you could already start to see like thousands of Hearts fans with their scarves. And then we parked miles away and, and walking along and then just feeling like, well, you know, this is, this is going to be where I get to play and not really understanding how big of a crowd it would be, how up for the game everyone was and, um, yeah, I just remember just sitting there going, this is exactly where I want to be at this time in my career. Like, this is just what an amazing opportunity I have to to be able to, you know, if I work hard at training and, you know, like I'd come from Australia where there was no pathway into making it into professional football, mm-hmm. whereas I was coming to Hearts who had a 19s reserves first team. So I had a, I had a a goal or steps that I had to tick off to get to where I wanted to be. And I just remember just being blown away by it all. And um, I remember just the reactions to goals was something that I'd I'd never experienced before. And um, I'd been to Scotland a couple of times with my family and had had been to different places, but I remember that just being um, different knowing that, you know, that could be me one day on that pitch and, and scoring or, been on, on a winning team and and just having that crowd and um yeah I remember me and Rocky just sitting there going wow this is what an opportunity we have in front of us and I think that's what you get from going back to the Aussie players is that that's what we want we want what a lot of kids in Scotland have on their doorstep you know we want to be playing in front of packed stadiums we want people talking about us we want to be on the on the news we want to be the newspapers full of you know Aussies are driven by wanting to be like Europe in terms of football-wise. You know, we got half a page in a paper for the whole A-League. You know, in Sydney, there's maybe one page for four clubs, whereas you go to Scotland and you've got four newspapers a day just talking purely about football. And that's what we, that's what we crave and that's what we want. And, and that's why you see so many Aussies that, that come over or, or jump at that chance is because... Um, you know what you guys have, or what you possibly take for granted, is is what we are so desperate for. So I just remember being so excited at, at the opportunity that I'd, be, I'd been given, and um, yeah, just so determined to to keep working hard and, and hopefully one day make it onto that pitch. And thankfully, I did. That's very well said. I, I, I like that. I like that story. Right, guys, do you want a quiz? Okay. 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 Hope it's not as hard as whoever the quiz master was last week that made some <laughs> rascal questions. Right. Okay. So I'll play the music.
You guys can't hear that, so it means nothing to you. But we will return to Maroon Mastermind. So, oh, that, <laughs> I listened back to that last night to try and get tips on how badly I performed, not knowing if we would ever do it again. <laughs> and thinking at the end, you could easily have used all the questions that you didn't use that day um, again in a future episode. But what did you do once you stopped recording? We were on for about 45 minutes doing yes. the rest of the questions. I know, I know. I, th- I thought about that later. That I could have used them again, but no, we did. Uh, okay, so for those of you who can't remember or didn't tune in the last time, so we did it in the style of Mastermind, which is you will get a bunch of questions and a time limit, and you got to answer as many as you can. So last time I did, I, I did, I, I did. Yes. Pass. <laughs> last time I did so much work that I allowed you to choose a subject. I've not done that this oh, time. I've just got, it's still a 2021, so it's a 2021 quiz. All the questions are based on 2021, hearts in 2021. Um, and I've got two sets of questions, and they're both quite similar. As in, okay. I, I feel like I've made them quite balanced. I've tried to make similar questions. Um, I went through each one and each question, I gave a similar question to the next list. So there's two lists. Um, and to decide who gets what list, I've got list one and list two. So whoever goes first will get list one. Whoever goes second will get list two. So it's fairly, I would say, even. And I thought to decide who goes first, I will give you a closest to the pin question as in, I have a question which has a, a, a numerical answer and you both give me your best guess and the closest one to it will go first. And it's a question which I would be very surprised if um, either of you had any um, confidence in giving me an exact number. Okay. Okay. And then yep. we'll do that. We'll do the same as before. So we'll do 60 seconds each on the questions and you can answer as many as you can. You can pass if you don't know the answer, or you can have a think about it and trying to, an- trying to answer it, or you can guess. Um, but bearing in mind, there is a time limit. So the quicker I get to the next question, often the better for you. And in the same way that Mastermind works, if I start reading out a question as the buzzer goes for the end of 60 seconds, I will finish and allow you to answer. Okay. So we'll decide who goes first by given me the closest to the pin and the question is a very boring question how many shots on target have hearts recorded in the scottish premiership so far this season so i'll take a number from both of you and whoever's closest will go first ryan how many shots do you think hearts have recorded on target so far this season in the premiership 46 46. Hmm. I think it's more. I'll go 57. 57. The answer is 89. Miles really? off it. So oh. that's that's the official SPFL page with the stats. Says yeah, shots on target. Celtic with the most, 141. Rangers, 136. Um, Aberdeen, 91. Heart of Midlothian, 89. Bear in mind, we are 20 games in now. Mm, That's where I went off. That's still just over four. Four, about four a game for Hearts. It's not bad. Um, On target. On target, yeah. It was higher than I thought. Uh, And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going by their website. So I assume it's assume it's accurate. Well, how, many, how many have we scored this season? Um, like late twenties, early thirties, or something? Uh, we scored f- twenty nine. And how many shots on target? Eighty. Eighty nine. So about one in three, yeah, nice approximately. Story. Yeah. Um, lowest are St Johnston, who have got forty five shots on target. One. Wait a minute. One in three is actually quite good. That's not a bad ratio. You'd sign up for that, wouldn't you? It's, it's um, not bad. It's right. better than yeah. better than Rangers and Celtic. Yeah, who've put, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a decent ratio. One yeah, very three. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, get more. Okay. So, Mark with fifty-seven was the closest. So he will go first now. Um, I will start a timer, so you'll hear a little sound Pass. when we get to sixty-six. When we get to the one-minute <laughs> mark, okay. And what I will do is I will start it. As soon as I start asking the first question. Okay. Okay. Sure. So I don't think we'll get through them all. I hope we, we didn't get 
even halfway through the number that I've listed. So I've prepared. So hopefully. So you ready? Yeah. Right. Okay. Three, two, one. Timer starts. What was Hart's biggest winning margin in all competitions in 2021? 4 0. Incorrect. How many home matches did Hearts lose in 2021? Three. Correct. The only one team beat Hearts more than once in 2021. Which team? Falkirk. Incorrect. Did, did Hearts win or lose their first match of 2021? They lost it. Correct. Name the three players who were sent off in premiership matches for Hearts in 2021. Pass. How many premiership goals has Liam Boyce scored in 2021? Oh, in total, uh, 14. Incorrect. Which Hearts player currently has the joint best goals to shots on target ratio in the premiership this season? Ooh, Barry Mackay. Incorrect. Barry Mackay! You started out, you started out because the guy was laughing. Yeah, you did. You were laughing. You put him up and you should have laughed. He's not scored any. So he's got he's got hundred percent record so far. <laughs> no goals from oh, so I've got one do more I, question. Do I give him you question started, eight here? You, you started it, yeah. You started it. Okay, there, was bit, off. there was a bit of a kerfuffle. I did start. Which two sides knocked hearts out of cup competitions in 2021? Oi, 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 oi. Um, honestly, see when you get a mind blank, which two sides be? <laughs> um, that, that Highland mob. I need a name. was one of them. Um, I, I fucking try to get it out of my head. Oh, Brora Rangers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two. And um, <laughs> oh, the, the cup, uh, uh, Celtic Rangers, Hibs. I, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm actually going to give you that one. <laughs> that, was, that was very generous. I'm too soft. Um, so let's go back through what you got. Um, I can't believe I prepared. <clears throat> I prepare so many questions for this. Well, keep um, them. Don't don't ruin it this okay. time because save your save your time for the next one. Um, Hearts' biggest winning margin in all competitions in twenty twenty one was six nil against Salo. So it was six goals. Um, you were yeah. correct in the three. So you said how many home matches did Hearts lose in twenty twenty one? You were correct. It was three. It was uh, Wraith Rovers in the Championship, Queen of the South in the Championship, and oh, Queen of the South. In- Premiership, um, question three. Only one team beat Hearts more than once in 2021. You said Falkirk for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, uh, I know. I, I remember Celtic. you said... Celtic? You said <laughs> no, stop stop it. You said something in a commentary. In that, uh, uh, Honestly, Falkirk's up there with Barry Mackay, but just uh, you just keep the giggling until the end, McGowan, and then you can mock if, you're, if you win. Okay, Barry, um, Mac- Barry Mackay shout is incredible considering <laughs> we talk about him every, every week. week. <laughs> He's not scored. He's um, <laughs> question four. Did Hearts win? I meant Gary Mackay. <laughs> Just as they would have been, wouldn't have been any further off. Um, oh. Did Hearts win or lose their first match of 2021? You were correct. They lost 3 1 away to Dundee. Um, I, I was asked you who, to name the three players who were sent off in Premiership matches for Hearts. You passed Oof. on that one. It was Andy Halliday against Aberdeen, Taylor Moore against Motherwell, and Josh Ginelli against Rangers. See, I've learned um, my lesson because the last week or whenever we did this the first time, I'm trying to do an impersonation of Ryan doing an impersonation of me. Sounded like Ryan. And I don't um, sound like that. Which I quite like this question. Which Hearts player currently has the joint best goals to shots on target ratio in the premiership this season? Anna, can I guess? Yeah, you won't get any points, but you can guess. McInniff. No. See, I think if you think about this one. So it's the joint best goals to shots on target ratio. It's oh, so he's joint. basically got one and one, or two so and two. It'll be like shooter or something. When he gets when he gets shots on target, he's most likely to score in the league. Well, tied with one other player in the league. Is it shooter? No. I'll be a Walker. defender, Michael Smith. Have a think about it. Defender is oh, correct. Jesus. Kingsley. Yes. Ah, uh, that's a good shot. Yeah. Because well, you know, when he's shooting, it's generally free kicks. 
And when he yeah. hits a target, they generally that's go true. in. Yep, um, Christian Deutsch was the joint best, which I was quite surprised. Really? That's not usually strikers. But mm. I've, well, yeah. you know, I don't look at it regularly, but it's usually yeah, someone who doesn't have that many shots. Um, anyway, uh, what was the... So you didn't get that. Question eight... I can't Liam, Liam Liam Boyce was I, I thought it was the whole year and it was just premier premiership games, wasn't it? Yeah, so I said premiership seven, seven yeah. premiership. Should have got that. So yeah. So although I'm saying 2021, I will either state if I'm stating just premiership, you'll hear premiership. So Yeah, that's that's on me. I've I've cheered every single one of them because I remember you and I had a, a conversation on during the summer about what price, and this was before the odds even came out. So there's a few of us on at 33s and 40 to 1, and these bloody calf injuries need to clear up because he's only two behind Tony Watt. Indeed. Okay, so you got three. You got three. Is that all? That's all, yeah. And that's me giving you the bro run Celtic, which is yeah. pretty generous. I kind of just Very felt generous. sorry. I, I kind of felt sorry for you because Ryan was laughing at you so much. So, okay, smart <laughs> Let's see what you got. <laughs> okay. Right, so the second list of questions, which will be for Mr. McGowan. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Time starts. Now, which team did Hearts beat 4-0 on two occasions in 2021? Dundee. Incorrect. How many premiership matches did Hearts draw 0-0 in 2021? Three. Incorrect. Only two sides have beaten Hearts by more than a single goal in 2021. Which teams? Celtic. Dundee. Incorrect. What was the scoreline in Hearts' final match of 2021? Uh, Pass. Name the two players who have scored penalty kicks in the Premiership for Hearts in 2021. Boyce. Suda. Correct. How many Premiership matches, clean sheets has Craig Gordon got in 2021? That's Premiership. Eight. Incorrect. Which Hearts player has the most tackles in the pre- has won the most tackles in the Premiership in the current season so far? Devlin. Correct. How many sides did Hearts beat in a knockout cup match? I've started, so I'll finish. And you need this to draw here. Um, how many sides did Hearts beat in a knockout cup match? In 2021, knockout. So, in a knockout cup game, how many hearts? Uh, how many teams did Hearts beat in 2021? Three. Incorrect. I don't feel I'm being unfair with the way I've worded that question because they beat you any? are. You are. No, because they didn't beat anyone. They didn't beat they anyone. Didn't be any. Because you're they a once... dick. <laughs> I stress knockout and I read the question twice. Wow. <laughs> they won group stage games, but they lost in their only Scottish Cup game to Brora and they lost in the second end of the League Cup to Celtic. I said knockout cup match. A, league, a group phase game is not a knockout match. What did I get? Three. Two. You got two. two. They're like, my questions were way harder. Clean sheets. I had so many number ones. <laughs> I kept I going Dundee. Dundee, Dundee beat it. Beat so them. you got, um, let's see, question one. Which team did Hearts beat 4-0 on two occasions? It was Wraith Rovers, both away from home, January and then April. Um, how many premiership matches did Hearts draw? 0-0. There was just the one that was against Hibs in September. Only two sides beating Hearts by more than a single goal in 2021. That was Motherwell and Rangers, uh, 2-0 in both occasions, Fir Park in November, Tynecastle in December. Um, what was the scoreline Hearts' final match 2021? They won 2-1 against Ross County on Boxing Day. Uh, two players who've scored penalty kicks, you got that. Liam Boyce and John Suter. Uh, John Suter's won against Aberdeen. Um, how many Premiership clean sheets has Gordon got? You weren't far off, you, got, you said eight. He's got seven in 2021. Oh. Um, you were correct. Which Hearts players won the most tackles in the Premiership in the current season so far? Cammy Devlin is correct. It's not Barry McKay then. <laughs> how many sides did Hearts beat in a knockout cup match in 2021? The answer was none because 
they didn't lose. They didn't win any cup knockout cup games. They won some group facing. I mean, uh, we could do a second round here because you've only neither. You both got eight questions, and I actually have another nine questions in each part. Yes, go on then. You want to do a second round? It's three two at the moment to mark. Yeah, come on. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want to mix it up? As in, Ryan gets the second section of Mark's questions. Just in the interests of making yes, sure that no one's... because okay. my Mahara. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So we'll go back to Mark. Let me just split these up and make sure I'm reading the right ones. Question nine is where we'll start. <clears throat> okay, we're going to get a second round of Maroon Mastermind. Exciting stuff. Whatever, what? happened to Maroon, whatever happened to Maroon Mammaries? Did we ever <laughs> take that further? <laughs> um, it was the name was, of one of the podcast episodes. It was, yeah. That was before Ryan was a regular on the show. Yeah, just a fan. Just a couple our of tips back fan. then. Yeah, our sales department struggled to get sponsorship for that one. Okay. Yeah, so... I've got a massive tit on the show. <laughs> Jesus. Right. It's like, it's like Total Recall, three tits now. Um <laughs> Goodness. Wow. Right, so bear in mind for both of you, there is nine questions left. So if both you pass, if you so pass, Scottish. if you pass on a lot of these, you might run out of questions. Okay, because I, I prepared. Again. So there's only nine. There's nine questions left in total. You, neither of you managed to get to nine questions so far. But oh, okay. just if you start passing on lots of questions, you might run out. I'm not going. Okay. I like to be a big cushion just in case. Well, well you know, but do you remember what I don't know if you're old enough to remember Magnus Magnus in a mastermind, but what he did, yeah, yeah. I think go back he, to the start. He went back, back to the, the start. First, yeah, he went back to the first one you passed oh, on. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, but that's I'll keep that in mind. I'll, but then I have to remember which ones he fucking passed on. Okay. Let's cr- <laughs> let's cross our bridge if we get to it. <laughs> okay. Mark, are you ready for round two? I am, yes. Okay. Okay, and your time starts. Now, who was Hart's first goal scorer in 2021? Um, uh, Andy Irving. Correct. Uh, Who scored Hart's two goals against Celtic in the League Cup second round? Uh, It was recently, wasn't it? Um, Liam Boyce and Josh Ginelli. Incorrect. Other than Liam Boyce, who has scored the most championship goals for Hart's in 2021? Awesome. How many away Premiership matches did Hearts win in 2021? How many away matches? Away Premiership matches did they win? Uh, Four. Correct. Name the only player to have scored in two separate league matches against Hearts in 2021. Pass. Name the only player to have scored in two separate matches, that's all competitions, since Hearts were promoted. Pass. Hearts were unbeaten for how many Premiership matches in a row at the start of the season? Oh, um, so they went. They went all the way through. Their first defeat of the season was right. So they, if they go all the way through, that's eleven. <laughs> oh, I need to get this. Um, Have to ask you for your final answer. What's your final answer? Thirteen. It's incorrect. Oh, was <laughs> you were getting there because it was eleven. It was Aberdeen. You were getting there. Was that Aberdeen was the first one? Yeah. Sure. Yep. So um, you got two. So you got the first one was who was Hart's first goal scorer in 2021? It was indeed Andy Irving against Dundee. That's uh, an incredible guess. <laughs> who scored? Well, Hart's- no. If, sorry, if we hadn't been speaking about that game, one of you was it my question or your question in the in the first round? I wouldn't have got it. But yeah, it kind of tied in a little bit with um, with the previous ones, but. Um, Question two that you got, uh, who scored Hearts two goals against Celtic in League Cup? Well, you didn't get it, you got it wrong. You got Liam Boyce and you said... Um, I'm not half Ginelli. a point for that. Nope. Um, it was Liam Boyce and Aaron McInef who scored. So Other than Liam Boyce, who scored the most championship goals for Hearts in 2021? That's the a good answer. question. The answer was Armand Nongdouye, who got five. Um Got two against Wraith, did he not? When, when he's, when he's he debut? did, yes. Um, how many away? That, is that the one where you missed the set? Sorry, just it's an opportunity to verbally <laughs> yes. abuse you. Is that the one you missed the sending off? Um, yes, it was. Yeah, it was. was. Thanks for reminding me about that. Um, I don't know, Jeff. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> Chris Kamara's not Indian, is he? How many away premiership matches did Hearts win in 2021? You got this one correct. The answer was indeed four. That's St Mirren, Dundee United, Livingston and Dundee. Um, The only player to have scored in two separate matches, um, sorry, two separate league matches in 2021 was the first one you got wrong. um, Or no, you you just passed on it. Um, Jason Cummings was the answer. He scored for Dundee in the Ah. championship and in the premiership, both. Good question. Tyne Castle. I thought you'd get this one. Name the only player to have scored in two separate matches. That's all competitions since Hearts were promoted. I thought you might have got that one because the answer is Kyogo Furahashi, who scored twice at Celtic Park, once in the League Cup, once in the league. And question 15, Hearts were unbeaten for how many Premiership matches in a row at the start of the season? The answer was 11, and you almost got there, but you were still talking yourself around it, so you got two... I couldn't remember who Hearts played in the 12th game, that's why, and clearly it was Aberdeen. Right, there was was going to be two more questions. I might as well just see if you would have got them, just for fun. Um, Hearts recorded the same scoreline for three Premiership matches in a row in October. What was that scoreline? 1-0. Nope. You think so. 1-1. It was against Rangers, Dundee and St. Johnston. Yeah. Don't get anything for it, but why not? Um, and you you would have got this one now. We've spoken about who did Hearts suffer their first Premiership defeat of the campaign against. Yeah. The answer was Aberdeen. Aberdeen. So you got two, which gives you a total of five over the two rounds, which means Ryan needs three to draw. Um, four would win it. What do you think, Ryan? Ryan? What do you reckon? You confident? Mm. Quietly confident. If I offered you a draw right now, would you take it? No. Oh, wants to wants to go all out. Okay. So this is round two. Maroon mastermind for Ryan. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Time starts now. Who was Hart's last goal scorer in twenty twenty one? Um, pass. Who scored Hearts' only Scottish Cup goal of 2021? Boyce. Incorrect. Other than Liam Boyce, who has scored the most Premiership goals for Hearts in 2021? Kingsley. Correct. Who scored the only goal by a Hearts, the only own goal by a Hearts player in 2021? Pass. Name the only player to have scored more than one goal in a single Premiership match against Hearts in 2021. Kyogo. Incorrect. Who scored uh, both Hearts' last goal of the season 2020 and 2021 and the first goal of season 21-2022? Last goal of last season and the first goal of this season. Same player. Boys. Incorrect. Hearts do a record number of away... Fuck! Whoa! I will. I will. I'll get. I'll, that was that was really <laughs> loud and angry. Sorry. Will, sorry. That was, I, I need this to get a draw, or I need this uh, even if you, I get it, I lose. No, you. No, you've only got one so far, so it's irrelevant. Mm. But I can get it. Closes the gap. Um, Have you not woken up, Hamid? <laughs> that was that was <sighs> Ryan, that was Ryan McGarry at Easter Road losing wow. the last minute. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. So, so if I offered you a draw now, would you take it? Who's <laughs> <laughs> laughing? Now. Hearts threw a record number of away league game uh, lay away league matches when in the championship. How many consecutive games did they draw in the end? That was going to be the final question. Oh, seven. That was five. So I, I thought you. I thought you. I thought a couple of these should have got. Um, Woodburn. So, First one you, you passed on was yeah, who was Hart's last goal scorer in 2021, which is Ben Woodburn, just before we finished up for Christmas. Question 10 was who scored Hart's only Scottish Cup goal of 2021? The answer Christoph was Christoph Berra, wasn't it? Berra yeah. against Brora Rangers. Other than Liam Boyce, who has scored the most Premiership goals for Hearts? Uh, you got this one correct. Steve good answer, that one. That's a good question. That's a good one. Four. You passed on 12, which was who scored the only own goal by a Hearts player in 2021. I'm say Smith. Uh, it was Andy Irving. That oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Castle. Against Queen of the South, indeed, in that 3-2 defeat. Um, 
Question 13. The only player to have scored more than one goal in a single Premiership match against Hearts in 2021. The answer was Blair Spittle for Ross County. What a question that is, by the way. 2-2 draw in September. Um, There was another... There was, if we'd put all, then you would have had to include Connor Shields as well, who scored twice for Queen of the South. Um, what was question 14? Who scored both Hearts' last goal of season 2021 and the first goal of season 21 22? Answer was Gary Mackay Stephen, who scored against Wraith Rovers in the final day of the championship and then against Peter Head in the first group game of the League Cup. Um, they drew five uh, away league matches in the championship. That was the record consecutive uh, draws away from home in the league. That was Queen of the South, Inverness, Arbroath, Dunfermline, and Morton. Um, the last two questions that you didn't get to, which I'll ask you for no other reason than just to see if you'd get them. Um, what was Hart, What was the highest scoring match for Hearts in 2021? So the 6 0, uh, Alawa. Nope. 6 2 against Dundee. Right oh. game, but you're getting the score slightly wrong. It was 5 2. 5 2. Against Dundee United, 6 2 would have been last year. Uh, well, sorry, the year before last now. We're doing 2020. Um, Hearts won their first two away, away matches of the Premiership season. And who were they against? Uh, St. Mirren. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Dundee. Dundee United, was it not? Yeah. United. Yeah. <laughs> so a 5 3 victory for Mr. Well done, Wilson. Mark. Well done. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be um streaking out in the streets with my <laughs> jumper above my head, getting a yellow card from a referee and getting harpooned by some sushi fisherman, but it's a win. It's <laughs> it's tricky with the because a lot of these are questions that you'd probably both get the answer for if you were just taking your time and thinking about it but it's the the time mm, pressure i think you're giving me more credit than i maybe deserve for well that. some yeah. of them some of them if you weren't like panicky trying to answer but anyway i think it was the championship threw me off you only that's, do the big games so son, though. that's why yeah. don't you, you don't you're a big game kind of player yeah big i didn't watch him in the championship <laughs> no, i said it's funny That's how the mind about. works. Uh, I was watching something on BBC iPlayer earlier called What We Were Watching, and it was about the TV viewing habits of of Brits at Christmas. And, and they had three. They had a 1979, which was before my time, but they had a, a 1990, sorry, a 1991 and a 1995. And you remember certain things like, like who played Arthur Fowler in EastEnders, Bill Treacher. You remember all these things from... Uh, like who scored for Hearts at Celtic Park, Scott Crabbe with a curling effort. But see things that have just happened over the past few years. Do you th- do you find games, Ryan, easier to remember more recently? Or do you find games easier to remember when you had a successful period, maybe earlier in your career? Yeah, I prefer like the 2009 yep. to th- 13. I feel like I can remember those games more than... But in saying that, previous quizzes the games i've played and i've got them all wrong anyway so it's not really working out for me here's here's one for you both if i was to do a quiz again i'll make it slightly easier (laughs) but i would and i allowed you both to choose your topics would you be up for that because i assume ryan it would be edinburgh derbies for you because your your memory is phenomenal on that yeah i'd go derbies ryan uh, laurie what would yours be what how, how broad or specific are we are we talking? No, if, if I just gave you any topic you wanted about hearts, what would you choose? And I would I could do up questions for that, so you can't complain about oh, uh, maybe deep unit friendly Kloppenberg. I don't know. I mean, it's quite it's quite tricky to. to Honestly, it's like being married. Just make a fucking decision, son. Uh, Just everything that I've commentated on, I've got a such good memory. (laughs) (laughs) He took the words right out of my mouth. Right, Ryan, he was straight on to me last week when he was editing that. He goes, I fucking got eight or nine in that thing. Never mind. Well, I know you did because I listened back to it now, but I was (laughs) under pressure at the time. You're you're a good competitor. I'll give you I'll give you that. And I don't moan as much as you two either. I'll set. I'll get you. I'll set up a quiz for you two next week. How's cool. that? 
Sounds good. Well, actually, not next week because we've got the Hearts head coach coming on, don't we? Who's that? Yes. Which one? <laughs> Which one? The head coach. One? There's only one head oh, coach. Yeah. Okay, honestly, be like, yes, hi, welcome to that. Scarves Around the Funnel. I'm Laurie Dunsar, and then the Aussie will be like, never mind that! Robbie, take me back! Please! Can you maybe, sign me? You're taking maybe, all my friends! Maybe, <laughs> I'm from Australia! <laughs> They're maybe, all there now! I'm stuck in fucking Kuwait! <laughs> oh, my honestly! It's like walkabout at the Omni at Tate Castle now, and I'm in Kuwait! <laughs> and why doesn't Ryan do uh, this for Robbie Nielsen? Who can play a number of positions yet yeah, costs quite cheap <clears> and has <throat> played for Hearts previously? If you get some Botox, you could pretend you're like within Hearts' range of, of signing targets. Like you could be 24 or 25. Like mm. the young skin of Natty Aka. The Tazzy skin. Natty Aka. So, Robbie, how do you think these guys are going to go when times get tough? They need it. Need a mentor in there. Need someone in the change rooms just to show them the ropes. So on next, on next week's show, um, Gavin will spend one hour <laughs> yeah. trying to convince Robbie Nielsen to sign him. Um, Hi, I'm the I'm the Australian Benjamin Button. I'm only 22, honestly, and I fit your profile perfectly. Um, <laughs> and in between, we might ask Robbie Nielsen about some other things as well. Um, until then, I don't think there's any other items of business <laughs> to cover either. No, I've, I've not got to explain to my daughter, who's currently through in the living right now, going, "What is Daddy doing, Mummy?" Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, the, shouting at a computer could be, screen could be worse things you'd have to explain to her. So, <laughs> on that note, thanks for yeah. tuning in. We will be back yeah. next week with Hearts head coach Robbie Nielsen. We might let Ryan come on. It depends how desperate he sounds. Um, until then, <laughs> <laughs> see you later. <laughs>